you know, usually, usually it's college football. We drop college football first. But you know what? It's championship week. Between these next two weeks, if you're in fantasy football, you are in the championships. If you've made it to this point in fantasy football, you are playing for a chip. You're playing for immortality. And what do I tell you? No one cares about second place. Very admirable, but you're the first loser. No one gives a damn about third place. I can't tell you who got third place from my league last year. Let alone to tell you who's going to get it this year. I can't even tell you who's playing for third place. I don't know if I am. You know why? Because if it's not for first or second, I clock out. That's how much championships mean to me in fantasy football. On the YouTube channel, it tells you three-time fantasy football champion. I take this serious. This means something. And I'm going to keep it a 100 for you. The money is just a bonus. The money is a bonus. To win a fantasy football championship says, for 17 weeks, I knew more about football than you. For 17 weeks, I knew more about any opponent that I played. And if you're an underdog, congratulations. You're not, you made it. If you're a top dog, don't celebrate. What are you celebrating for? Job's not done. Kobe Bean Bryant. The job's not done. We finished strong this week, folks. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. We're on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your uh, podcast. Check us out. And once again, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And also, we're on Instagram. that That Guy Jig on Instagram. But we're starting off the Jets with the Jets and Browns. They kick off Thursday night football. If you don't know, now you know, B.I.G., Amari Cooper is not playing. Amari Cooper is out. He is not playing tonight versus the Jets. This game already didn't have much, much gold in these hills. But with Amari Cooper out, it kind of takes Joe Flacco a little bit off the board. I do expect him to kind of throw it around a little bit for the Browns. See, because the Browns are still playing because they can do something for seeding. They can, you know, perhaps get a number one seed. They could perhaps, you know, jump the Ravens. So this is a, you know, this is a game that they have to win. They have to come out there and compete. With the Jets, you got Garrett Wilson. You know he's going to get his volume. Brees Hall, he's going to get his volume. David Njoku for the Browns. He's going to get his volume tonight for sure. Elijah Moore. I'm personally going to put a couple uh, couple bucks on Elijah Moore for a uh, first touchdown. Going against his former team in the Jets, I would look for Elijah Moore to get in the end zone first tonight. Or at any time touchdown. But for this Jets and Browns game, there's not the defenses. The Browns have the number one defense this week going against that Jets, the offense, of course. Can they rattle Trevor Simeon? Can they get the Trevor Simeon? If you're playing against the Jets, you're hoping that the Jets can, I mean, against the Browns, you're hoping that the Jets can put up a couple points, 17 points. We're asking for 17 points, Trevor. Me personally, I am in a championship game. I am in one, and I'm going against the Browns defense. I'm hoping for a couple of touchdowns from Trevor. I'm not expecting it. I'm hoping. Hope in one hand and shit in the other, and you tell me which one fills up first. Moving on. Lions and Cowboys on Saturday. Explosion. Explosion. I like points. I like all the usual suspects for the Lions. 
St. Brown, Gibbs, Montgomery, Laporta, the Jerry Goff at quarterback, in the deeper leagues, Khalif Raymond, and also Joshua, uh, 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 Josh Reynolds. For the Cowboys, you hope they can get it going. I look for Tony Pollard to get a few more carries because the, the, the Cowboys have an elite offensive line when healthy. All right. I don't know how healthy they are, but I do expect them to try to get the run game more established. Mike McCarthy has been under a lot of fire for not getting a run game established since week one. So look for them to use the, use the pass game to open up their run game. Usual suspects for the Cowboys, you know, Brandon Cook, CeeDee Lamb, Pollard, Ferguson. These are the guys I'm comfortable with. Brandon Cooks, I'm comfortable with playing up Brandon Cooks in my flex if I have to. If I'm reaching deeper than that, if you're looking at uh, Dwaddle, Dwoodle, wherever his name is, if you're looking at that guy, the running back, ah, tough, tough game for you. This is going to be a tough week for you. Because look for Tony Pollard to have a heavy workload in this game, I'm telling you, folks. Pats versus the Bills. The Bills got to get these receivers going. Stephon Diggs is due. Stephon Diggs is due. If you're playing against Stephon Diggs this week in fantasy football, watch the hell out. There's two players. There's really three players this week that you really need to watch the hell out for if you're playing in fantasy football. And that is Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, and Stephon Diggs. Because all three of those guys are due for elite games. And I'll explain those other two when I get to their games. But Stephon Diggs is due for a breakthrough game. His numbers have been down since Joe Brady has taken over at offensive coordinator. We know what James Cook has been doing. The Patriots probably will take away that run game. They probably will try to make Josh Allen throw because, honestly, you can, you can force Josh Allen to some turnovers. Gabe Davis finally came alive. I know if you have Gabe Davis in fantasy football and you are in the finals, you're hoping he can continue this. Um, I don't know if that's true. Because if Stefan Diggs is eating, Gabe Davis is not. It's just that simple. They don't, they don't spread the ball around like that no more. I'm probably going to eat Crow because they're probably going to spread it around and both of them get two touchdowns. I don't know. But I do know I, I am very fearful if I play Stefan Diggs this week. The Bills offense should get back on track, get their playmakers going. This is kind of like one of those, you know, get your stat right games. The Patriots, listen, Patriots ain't playing for shit. Patriots are playing for draft picks. When you're playing for draft picks, you know what it is. You know what it is. Just make it look, just make it look reasonable. We got the Falcons and the Bears. This game is going to be one of those old school grueling run games. But I do think I do like DJ Moore in this matchup. I do like Cole Komet if he does play. Um, I like Justin Fields as far as all purpose. Now on the flip side with the Falcons. I do like Drake London. I do like Kyle Pitts. Depending on who they have under quarterback. See, that's the whole thing about these Falcons receivers. It all depends on the quarterback. The quarterback's been so inconsistent in Atlanta, it takes away from the receivers. Now, Kyle Pitts has been bad for the last two years, so he has no real excuse. But right now, his excuse is that the quarterback situation is kind of iffy. So in this game right here, if you don't have like a running back or a number one receiver, DJ Moore or Drake London, you know, Kyle Pitts, Cole Matt, one of those two guys. You know, you're really not trying to play anybody. Daryl Mooney is the guy that I would look for to get, like, maybe a boom touchdown. He's always a great boomer bust player if you have to play him. Just because of the position he plays, slot receiver, he's not getting number one coverage. 
you know, with Justin Fields being able to scramble, the scramble drill is where he's able to break free behind defenses and get lost. So I always do like a guy like Darnell Moody in a game like this. The Raiders versus the Colts. This game right here, Devontae Adams, if you're playing against Devontae, he's probably going to get off because he didn't do shit last week. So they're going to try to get him the ball. I think, I think Zamir White and Josh, Josh Jacobs are, you know, at this point, Tulsa, Oklahoma stand up, but we're going to have to sit down on this one because I think Zamir White's going to get the nod. You know, they're going to go with the youth. They always go with youth in the NFL, you know, unless you're under contract. Josh Jacobs is not. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to, I mean, with it depends on if Michael Pittman's playing. If Michael Pittman's back, then the Raiders can't really key in on the run game as much because you do have Michael Pittman. Now, this Raiders defense has been elite these last couple of weeks. So, if Michael Pittman is out, I would look for the Raiders defense. If I was playing the fantasy and you don't have like a an elite defense, the Raiders defense this week versus the Colts, the decent offensive line, not a great, gives up sacks. They do not. They might not have their number one receivers, so they'll be able to key in on the run game. I like the Raiders. The Raiders offense is not turning the ball over so far in the last couple of weeks, which has really been complimentary to that defense. So... I really wouldn't mind the Raiders' defense if you had to pick up a streaming defense this week. You know, that's one that I wouldn't mind. The Colts' defense is another one because, once again, the Raiders aren't going to put up a ton, a ton of points. You know, this game is probably going to be like, you know, 17, you know, 17-24 at the max. It, it might, it, it, it could get to like a, you know, a high scoring, but that's if you have turnovers. I don't see many turnovers in this game. So... There's that. The Rams and the Giants. Now, this one right here, if you have the Rams, Puka, if you got Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, Stafford, man, Higby, if you have to play a tight end, this is a good game for them. On the flip side with the Giants, I like a Wandale Robinson slot receiver. You know, good, good. Uh, he has a good uh, rapport with the quarterback. Waller should be good. And Saquon's going to get his touches. So, those usual three outside of those dudes, if you need a Darius Slayton, he's cool. If you need a deeper one, you know, there's a uh, Jalen Hyatt. Now Jalen Hyatt, man, he's touchdown dependent. Meaning, if he don't get a touchdown, he ain't gonna do shit for you. Besides, like two or three points. That touchdown is gonna give him like nine or ten, maybe eleven. Even still, so. And then, it, listen, if you can get your hands on Demarcus Robinson, man, and if you haven't, I'm sorry, but the dude's had a touchdown. I think in four or five straight weeks. So the streak's gonna continue because you know how Stafford gets the ball out. I like the Rams as a dark horse to get to the Super Bowl, man. The Rams is one of those teams, man, where you look at that offense, they got a run game, they got a pass game, solid defense, they can make it. Cardinals versus the Eagles. Look for the Eagles to get right, man. The Eagles have had a terrible, brutal schedule. Look for the Eagles playmakers to get back on par. Look for Swift to get into the paint, man, because he deserves it. Um, you know, so many, so many tush pushes gets, you know, gets his touchdowns vultured. I don't think I think I think this week they make a point to get him a couple. For the Cardinals, this is going to be a tough week, man. Uh, so far, Kyler Murray hasn't practiced. He's been sick. So even if he does play, like I said last week with Trevor Lawrence, there's going to be a timing issue. Timing is everything in the NFL when you deal with the elite of the elite. Steps is everything. So look for that game that might get out of control. Saints versus the Buccaneers. Big game for the division. Uh, Alvin Kamara, this is a huge game for him. And fantasy football owners, we need, we need Alvin Kamara to do something if you have Rashard White, you want him to do something. Both of these defenses are missing players, so this game could kind of get kind of high scoring. With the way Baker Mayfield can, is really spinning that ball this year, I look, don't be surprised if this is one of them games that end up being like 35-35. Uh, 
you know, where a lot of points get put up. This is going to be in a dome, or actually, I think it's in Tampa. So depending on the weather, this game could get very high scoring, man. So if you got anybody, you got any of the usual suspects in this game, that's what you want to do. That's all right to do right there. Just because the simple aspect of that's um, that's what's going to work. They're going to go with what works nine times out of ten over there. And guess what? When they put the ball into Alvin Kamara, Rashard White, these guys' hands, you know, big things happen. And Rashard White's getting about 46% of the, of the touches down there. So if you have him, you're feeling good. Kay Otten's a good tight end. You know, Goodwin, Evans, good solid options. Chris Olave, killing it. You know he's going to do his thing. So really, uh, and then, you know, uh, Shahid. Shahid's also a streamer that you can pick up if you need a receiver for this week. 49ers versus the Commanders. Now, I told y'all earlier, watch out for McCaffrey because McCaffrey, listen, the 49ers are going to try to get him as MVP. The first MVP, the first non-quarterback MVP in a while. So look for McCaffrey to get his touches. If you play against McCaffrey in the championship, what they say on ES, which they say on ESPN, 58, uh, 58% of the people in, in championships have Christian McCaffrey. So if that's the case, if you got Christian McCaffrey, hey, you going against him? Hey, I'm telling you right now, do get at least 25. So just go ahead and get that in your books, man. You down 25 automatically because Christian McCaffrey getting in the paint twice. They're going to get this dude MVP if they can. He might throw one. You heard it here first. He might throw one. Panthers versus – and for the commanders, sorry, for the commanders, man, they got Jacoby Brissett under, under center, so they're not going to turn the ball over as much. I like Terry McLaurin. I like Curtis Samuel. I like Jahan Dotson. Logan Thompson. Logan Thomas is a good, good, good tight end this week. Look for Jacoby Brissett to check it down to his tight ends, running backs a lot. Panthers and Jaguars, this game right here, I like the Jaguars defense versus that young quarterback. I, you know – the playmakers for the Panthers are going to have a tough game because this Jaguars defense is going to be very aggressive. If Trevor Lawrence does not turn the ball over, it should be a very good day for the Jaguars defense. Same with the Jaguars playmakers. Travis Etienne, you know, Evan Ingram, Calvin Ridley. These guys should be getting in the paint. Zay Jones, they should be taking a visit to touchdown land. Those are the guys that should be going. And as we move on to that next game, the Titans and Texans, this game right here is going to be one of those low-scoring ones. C.J. Stroud's supposed to be playing, so if you have a Texans playmaker, they are back on the board, you know, especially if you have, you know, tight ends, receivers, they're back on the board. A little bit more was when they had Casey Keenum. For the Titans, you want to play Derrick Henry, you got to play everybody. You know, this is the last couple weeks, maybe, you know, something, something breaks through down there, you know, but this is one of those games where outside of the usual suspects, you really can't dive too deep in. And then you got the Steelers and Seahawks. Seahawks, you know, they DK, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett, you know, Kenneth Walker at running back, Tyler Charbonnet might hawk a touchdown. It happens. For the Steelers, you don't you can't trust nobody, folks. I'm telling you. You're, you're playing with fire if you play some of these receivers and hope you're getting some product. You're playing with fire. It's not, it's not gonna be something that's going to um Reap the booty, you know? It's not going to give you high reward, man. You're going to be looking real foolish. Real foolish. Broncos and Chargers, this is the poop bowl. This is the this is the, probably the worst game. And if you have players in it, I feel bad for you. The Chargers are struggling. 
Quarterback's terrible. Running backs aren't doing their job. Coach got fired. Broncos mentioned quarterbacks. Backups coming in. Cortland Sutton's a cool red zone target. Javante Williams is not even getting in the paint like that. So this is one of those games where it's like, ah, you know, if you got to play someone, you got to play someone. I can't, I can't tell you not to take points. But I'm telling you, this game is going to be tough to find. It's going to be tough. To, maybe the kickers. Maybe the kickers. Maybe the offenses can move the ball enough to where the kickers can get you some value. But as far as these guys, you know, the overall, the, no, I can't, I can't, I, listen, I can't do that. Because so far, you know, we've built a trust. We've built a bond, you know. You listen and, you know, I don't want to give you false information. I don't want, I don't want to ruin your championship. I want you hoisting up the trophy. I want you looking at everybody a little bit different next year because you know what? <laughs> that shit stank. Championships stank. Cause it takes a lot of blood, sweat, and just straight sweat. Sweat. Moving on. Bengals and Chiefs. Now this is a game right here. Patrick Mahomes owes you. He owes you. The Chiefs receivers owe you. Travis Kelsey owes you. He has five touchdowns, folks. Travis Kelsey owes you. He owes you a big game. All this swift nonsense, I'm, you know what? It's not good for business. And by business, I'm talking about productivity for the overall team. I'm not talking about just, just Kelsey. The, the whole team is down. It's down. They need more receivers, but this week ain't about that. It's about them getting right and giving people what they deserve. And that's what they're going to do for you. If you got the Chiefs players, play them with pride. The Bengals, Jamar Chase is looking like he's probably going to be out. T. Higgins is looking like he can handle it, though. So T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Tanner Hudson, Joe Mixon, play them, love them. Joe Mixon probably gets a little extra carry this week to keep, you know, to keep Mahomes off the field. So look for Mixon to have a, a solid game. Definitely going to get in the paint. Might get in the paint a couple times. You know, depending on if they can, listen, if they can get a couple of turnovers on these Chiefs, if they can stop the magician and stop the show, Mixon could get in the paint a couple times here, folks. Packers and Vikings, a game that I think is going to be low-key high scoring. I think the Vikings are going with Jaron Hall. I think Jaron Hall is going to get the nod. He has a lot of weapons. Once again, you just can't crash the Ferrari. That's all they're asking is don't crash the Ferrari. Now, if you're the Packers, if you're Jordan Love, this is a game they have to win. I like I like Jalen Reed. He didn't play last week. I expect him to play this week. I like the running backs for um, Green Bay. The Vikings defense is solid. I like Wicks. I like Dubes. So these I, I don't think Watson's going to play this week. So I like the way the Packers line up offensively versus the Vikings. It just all, once again. Just like the Falcons and Falcons and Bears, just like the Falcons, it all comes down to Jordan Love. It comes down to the quarterback. What is the quarterback going to do? Is he going to mess this up? Final, my game of the week, Dolphins versus Ravens. Now, I said Tyreek Hill, watch out. Last week, he got 99 yards. So, I look, I, I look for them to maybe put up a few more yards on the on in the passing. Now, if you remember, the Ravens had a tough game against the Rams. The Rams were able to throw the ball around. Now, I think that's the kind of approach the Dolphins will take versus the Ravens. So look for Tua, Tyreek Hill, look for these guys to be busy. 
Busy Sunday for those guys. I don't really expect the Ravens offense to have a hangover per se, but that defense will. This defense will be in for a whole different type of game versus like they did versus the 49ers. A lot more speed over here on, in, in Miami. A lot more speed, a lot of, uh, you know, similar offenses. Don't get me wrong. Similar offenses came from the same offensive tree. I get it. They have a little bit more speed in their offense down in Miami. So that's good. But that's my game of the week. I like the Ravens receivers. I like Zay Flowers. I like, I like uh, Zay Flowers. Um, that's pretty much Isaiah Likely. I like him. Um, outside of that, if you had, if you have to play Odell, he is a, he is a solid streamer because somehow he does get lost in, behind defenses. And for the Ravens, but outside of Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, you know, Smite is not a bad tight end to look at. If you need him, he's, he's there. But overall, you've made it here. You've made it here by doing one simple thing and that's sticking to the script, folks. That's all it's about. Sometimes it's not, you know, it's not it's not fair to read into it. If you've been playing a guy all week, all year long at quarterback, then keep playing him this week. What what are we going to change for? What are we doing all this changing for? This is championship week. You don't install a new offense the week of a championship. You might throw in a new wrinkle. You might throw in a new wrinkle, flex. You might throw in a new wrinkle, kicker. Defensive player. These are the type of wrinkles you might throw in. But the wrinkle you're not throwing in is changing your quarterback. You're not going to bench your number one receiver because, oh, he has a tough matchup this week. No. I'm going to tell you right now, everybody has to play. You hear what I'm saying? The way the NFL standings are right now, everyone has to play. Nobody has the, has the luxury of taking a week off. No one has that because home field advantage is so key. It's so key, especially in the playoffs, especially when we get to these winter months, especially when we get snow on the ground. But this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G, and we got ESPN alerts going off all around. Fantasy football is going down, folks. So this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Apple Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And remember, we're also on Instagram. We'll be dropping two more. You know how we do it, three a week. But we had to start off with the NFL this week. We had to start off with the NFL because of fantasy football. This is the last week, championship week. We are chasing immortality. No one cares about second place. And we damn sure don't remember who got third. We care about chips, folks. We care about chips. And if you can put a little dip on your chip, you do it. But listen, first you got to get the chip. So everybody, you go out there and you get your chip. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. Peace. And I am him, J-I-G.